You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Hi, everyone. Grand Rising. Welcome to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I want to welcome you to a terrific Tuesday episode. Really excited because I have Dennis Robinson Jr. in the building from Seattle Opera. We're going to be talking all about what the opera has coming up later this week. A great partnership in community where they are being intentional about building those relationships and making sure that we're bringing community into the opera space. But of course, it is the top of the show right now. So it's a perfect time to go ahead and tag and share this stream right here. Please tag and share the stream with folks who you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. If you can't watch our show, we still have you covered because you can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey. You'll find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music. I mean, really, whichever one is your favorite, go ahead and search for us. You'll find us there. Well, before I get into it later on with Dennis, I just wanted to say that again, this week is a phenomenal week for us here on the day with Trey because we are actually going to take a break. Believe it or not, um, not only will we be breaking, but we'll also be making sure that we are preparing ourselves properly for the relaunch of the day with Trey. Some of you may have come out to our amazing music video shoot. I give a huge shout out to everyone who showed up in the community to really uplift what community looks like here for us. It's so beautiful to see all of y'all's faces that day. It was amazing. And I'm grateful to our director, Francisco, who has put together an amazing music video of our new theme song. So I'm telling y'all, it was a, a great day and the video really captures so much of the essence of what we were all experiencing on that day. But it's also one of those things where it was a reminder for me. This show has really been about uplifting Black brilliance in our community and beyond, right? And when I say beyond, it's because we've had people from all over the country that have tapped in here and actually globally, because let me not forget that Salt Soul was in the building and we had them here uh, in the studio when they were here in Seattle. And the beautiful thing about being on this side of the lens for all of you and bringing these amazing guests to you is to continue to inspire and create impact media here that really does something, moves the needle for you in some way, informs you of something, gets you more plugged in, gets you connected. And that is the essence of the Day with Trey that I'm so grateful to my whole Day with Trey crew who is really working hard behind the scenes to make sure that that pure essence of of why we started is the thorough line that keeps us as we grow. So I'm telling you right now, I'm looking forward to some of the guests that we're going to be bringing on to the new season starting next year. But I'm really grateful for all who have really poured into this season this year. It has been such an amazing time with everyone and connecting with so many different resources, information, opportunities, events, dope people doing dope things that really it's something for me where I'm truly grateful. Every day I wake up with this real 
feeling of gratitude because I get to do this work and I get to bring these folks to you on this platform. And so if you're already watching, then clearly you're a supporter of community media. But I want to encourage you to share not just my show, but community media with others because Trust me, there's something really special about what is brewing in community media and specifically right here at Converge, of course. But there are many other community media sources. But ultimately, the fact that we have the access to technology right now that allows me to do a show in a full-fledged TV studio and bring it to you without having to have a middleman says a lot about where we are in today's world. And if you think about years before, we would have had to jump through hoops to try to get in front of your screen. And now we have this opportunity and I do not take it lightly, y'all. I want you to know that from me personally, this is a huge honor to be on this side of the camera, to bring people into your screen every single weekday at 11 a.m. so that you can be engaged, informed, and inspired. Well, we're going to continue some of this great inspiration because up next, we got Dennis Robinson Jr. in the building. We're going to be talking about all things Seattle Opera and what they have going on this week. Trust me, you definitely don't want to miss this. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Habarigani. My name is Noni Irvin, and I am the creator and founder of Kanara Park Kids as well as the president of our sister nonprofit, Black Four Charities, a 501c3 fiscally sponsored by Shunpike. Together, we are hosting the Kwanzaa Awards because it is important that we acknowledge and recognize the contributions and efforts of individuals and organizations who are showing us what the Kwanzaa principles look like throughout the year. The nomination window is open October 1st to November 30th. And yes, you can submit more than one nomination. Eligibility is simple. Individual award recipients must identify as Black, African-American, or Pan-African, and organization award recipients must be 100% Black-owned if for-profit or 100% Black-led if nonprofit. Kick off the holidays with Irving Berlin's White Christmas at the Fifth Avenue Theater. Music, dancing, and a real snowfall at every performance. Buy tickets now for the whole family. White Christmas at fifthavenue.org. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me right now is my guest, Dennis Robinson Jr. What's up, Dennis? What's up? Good morning, Trey. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so glad you're here. I mean, I do a lot of work with you behind the scenes, but this is the first time you're actually on this side of the camera. Yeah, I'm excited to be. I, we've, I watched so many of our performers and other team members be on your show, and I'm happy to get a chance to chat. Yeah, well, you know, you are uh, the director of programs and partnerships at Seattle Opera. Tell us more about what that role entails. Yeah, so my uh, our programs and partnerships team uh, does all of our community engagement, uh, the, uh, teaching programs, learning programs. Um, we we do everything from uh, programs in schools across the state of Washington to uh, the pre-show lectures and post-show Q and A's um, that you. Uh, take part in our performances. Well, there's so much that goes on. Honestly, I think sometimes people think about Seattle Opera and they just think, oh, it's just the performances. But y'all do have a lot of community engagement work you're doing. And there's a I feel like there's like an added layer of intentionality because I've been a part of being able to see it behind the scenes. Tell us more about how Seattle Opera is moving in that intentional way to build those relationships in community. Yeah, I think uh, we, we've we've had to reckon that um there's been so many communities that have been tr 
traditionally excluded from the opera who are who have a big part of the history of opera. Um, black folks and, and folks of the global majority have been in opera since the beginning of time in both America and Europe. And so, and in this country, they've been excluded for, for the last few decades. And so we're, we're just really intentionally trying to work to build relationships with, um, with lots of communities um, and, and be a good neighbor. I think that's what it's about. We want to be that place where people can come ask to borrow space um, to do programs. We want to be a space where people feel comfortable to be uh, in community with us. Yeah, no, absolutely. And of course, that kind of brings me to something here because I got to ask you about your personal journey. I mean, you know, I, I don't know that many people would have foresaw that there is a Black man as a head <laughs> of programs and partnerships at Seattle Opera. Tell us a bit about what got you into this work and in this role specifically. Dennis. Yeah, I, I think it, it, none of my family has ever did opera or were interested in opera. Uh, I had a, I grew up in Pittsburgh. Pennsylvania, and I had many amazing public school music teachers that took me under their wing. Um, they they pushed me to continue music throughout my time in grade school and even into college. And and you know, I grew a love for this art form by learning the ways that um, Black folks have uh, have have taken this art form and and expanded it and made it greater. And so um, I, I, my mission is just to share that with folks in my community and 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 share how my love of opera with with others. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, uh, I didn't know who Wagner was before I started seeing opera shows. And now I feel like I am a bit of a snood a little because I'm like, oh, I know when it's when I see Wagner, there's something so special about going to opera and actually experiencing it because there is a wide array of different composers, different creators of opera that bring the stories to life in different ways. And I think people don't understand that, Dennis. I think there's a lot of misconceptions out there about this being only one way to tell a story. But I have seen so many different avenues when it comes to narrative building and storytelling telling and character development that have really like speak like uh what am I trying to say it's sparked sparked I wanted to say speak and park <laughs> at the same time it sparked my interest in a way that I think a lot of people would experience if they just come tell us more about that because I know you have seen a plethora of shows in a wide variety of different creators and they're not all told the same way yeah they're, they're not at all um and uh basically opera is just storytelling through music it's it's nothing more than that um i think people get uh, hear classical music and get a little uh, standoffish, but I think um, it, it's not all necessarily classical music. I think we tell um, mute stories through music um, with no amplification. So our singers are singing in a house with 3,000 folks and and aren't being amplified. But um, I think what is amplified is the drama and the um, and the connect and the 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 way that we use music to propel drama, right? I think that uh, music is an international uh, universal language and and you can come to the opera and hear things in English, in German, in Italian and still understand. People don't know that the, the translation is above the stage for every show we do, even if it's sung in English. Um, but we are working to 
tell more diverse stories. And I know that you know that we have an opera coming up and it will be the first time that an opera will be performed by, written by a composer, a black composer. Um, and so uh, we're really looking forward to having Anthony Davis's story of Malcolm X told on our stage. I mean, you talking about somebody, I mean, people think of blackness, probably the first person they think of is Malcolm X. <laughs> and, you know, it wouldn't necessarily coincide with opera, opera. at Ooh. all. And so when I first heard about this production, of course, I was like, well, I'm going to be there, number one. But there's also an opportunity to really engage a lot of folks who, as you were saying, historically have been excluded from, you know, not just participating in this art form, but really being in the audience, uh, which I think for me is, has been, uh, I'm so grateful to my partnership with you all because it really has opened up my eyes around some of the amazing black singers and, you know, folks that I have seen on stage, that was like a key for me where I was like, black people are actually in the cast. Yeah. Like, you know, right. But this, even in the Wagner operas, yeah, in even it. in the Wagner <laughs> ones, right. Which is y'all for y'all that don't know, this is like the longest <laughs> of opera. Let me tell you. I mean, when they tell you, you're going to be in the seat for almost four hours, you're like, really? Am I going to be in glued to my seat the whole time? Stare, I was so in, enthralled. But I will say this, this right here, not only is Rick, because Blue was my first one, right? Mm -hmm. So that was an all black cast, right? You had black creators behind the scenes, but it wasn't a black composer. It now wasn't. We have a black composer. We have someone who wrote this who is black. We have black cast members. Tell us more about the intentionality of the creation of Malcolm X, uh, the opera. Yeah, and I, 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 we should clarify that this was written in the 80s. Yeah. It was written in 1986 by a family of black creators. Um, uh, Anthony Tulani and Chris Davis. Um, and they, it was performed once at New York City Opera and it disappeared. And so now there's this uh, reinvigoration of it, this um, resurgence. And uh, we're, this is a co-production that we're doing with Detroit Opera, Opera Omaha, uh, Lyric Opera of Chicago, and even the Metropolitan Opera in New York j just performed it recently. So um, I I'm grateful that this family is having a resurgence and, and, uh, and this story. And it's getting an opportunity to be seen across the country um, on opera stages. Well, no, this is not only exciting for me, but also learning a little bit more about our composer here who has a phenomenal history when it comes He's to He's a Pulitzer opera. Prize. Yeah, see, that's what, <laughs> I mean, I want to, I'm excited because I really am like, I had no idea. And again, you're talking about someone who at the top of his game mm -hmm. um, it has been in the game for such a long time and brought so much creativity to life. So it's a beautiful thing to see a resurgence of this original work of his. And I'm, I'm so grateful that y'all understood the need to bring it here to Seattle. Tell us a bit about that, because how does that work for Seattle Opera to be a part of this amazing cohort that's now bringing Malcolm X here? Yeah, many times in opera, folks don't, opera is so expensive. Um, I mean, to the amount of people, not only the singers on stage, but the orchestra, the amount of super numeraries, which are extras in opera, um, the amount of people that it takes to put on an opera um, and money um, it is, uh, is pretty extraordinary. Uh, it's by 
it's very near the um, one of the most expensive art forms there are. Um, and so when we as opera companies want to create new productions, we work with different um, different different organizations to uh, build productions, build sets, um, hire a director and creative team to share that around the uh, country. What we don't do is it, we have different performers than are happening that than you'll see on stages in New York and Chicago. So, um, so you, you'll see the same production with the same concept, but with different performers. And it's a great opportunity to, for Seattle Opera to not only save money, but to uh, collaborate with our, uh, our, co our cohort around the country. Well, this is really intriguing, too, because I've been going now for over a year. Oh, my gosh. It's almost been two years. Almost two. Oh, my gosh. Um, time flies, y'all. <laughs> um, so going for almost two years, and I never understood a lot of the mechanics behind some of the financing and things like that. But also, uh, because I've been going for a while now, I've been hearing great work about Seattle Opera doing it differently. And it makes me so proud to be partnered with y'all because, you know, when I talk to, to folks who know opera across the country, they're like, there's something different about how Seattle is really showing up and how Seattle is putting amazing global majority folks on that stage. Um, tell us more about that because I was thinking when I see something, that's what everybody's experiencing across the country. And it's not so. Yeah, I mean, I think that the folks at Seattle Opera, um, I've been here for about a year and a half um, and have worked across the country in many organizations. I think they and they really care for their community. And so we as an organization look at ourselves as a community organization. Uh, I, I don't we don't look at ourselves as an opera company. We use opera to connect with the community that we're in. Um, and and one of the things I keep going back to is is being a good neighbor and making sure that um, we are there for folks when they need us, not um, not there offering programs or outreach that um, they don't necessarily need, but being there in ways that uh, we can support them and lift them up. Um, and share their stories through what we do. Yeah, I think that's a, a great way to do it. And honestly, it, it's, uh, again, there's already a heavy lift, right? Because it's opera. It so is. there's a lot of work that has to be done. But y'all have been doing a lot of that work. You've been partnering with different folks in the community, really bringing some awareness and attention to not only Malcolm X, but just to the open opportunities that people have to come and experience opera. And uh, coming up this weekend, there's an amazing market that y'all have put together of all of these amazing Black vendors. Tell Tell us more about the reason to do this and why it's important for people to show up on Saturday. Yeah, um, this Saturday from 1130 to 730 in our in the Opera Center, where we've partnered with the Intentionalists, with Art Noir and Wanawari. And uh, they have helped us to curate uh, an amazing market of about 30 uh, black artisans, vendors, small business owners um, to give them a, a, a place to sell their uh, goods and 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 items uh, during the holiday season. It's a busy, we figured it's a busy day. There's two Nutcracker performances, two Little Woman performances, uh, a Kraken game, and uh, and lots of things going on in Seattle Center. And we want it to be a center where uh, people can find, can support um, 
small business owners and 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 in the black community. And so uh, we're we're working with we're making that happen. Uh, it, it gives everyone an opportunity, not expecting to put the opera first, but an opportunity to come into our building, see what we do, see the work that we have um, while supporting um, members of their community. And so we're happy to do that and, and we look forward to it. Yeah, I'm looking There's also performers. Uh, there's every hour there's uh, black performers performing. We have jazz singers, instrumentalists, opera singers. So come throughout the day and, and, and hear some great singing. This is really, I'm telling y'all, as somebody who, you know, we spent time kind of gestating what can be done. This, for me, really feels so authentic, so real, organic even. And the fact that you had the right partners to bring the vendors together really speaks volumes to, again, the, the strategy and the approach of being like, no, how are we a part of community as Seattle Opera and as a community organization? I really love how you put that because I never thought about it that like that. But actually, that's how I've experienced y'all. And so it really is true even for me. Uh, but we're talking about a, a, a blast of a time, but also with so much going on in that corridor, how are you getting the word out to make sure that folks who are maybe going over here or going over there actually not only just see the commotion, but know that they're welcome. Yeah, I, I think that all of our artists have been sharing things out on social media. You can find out all the information at seattleopera.org slash market. Um, you know, Seattle Center has been great partners in posting it and all the signage and and uh, collateral around the Seattle Center. Um, they've even posted in their Christmas market. So um, we're really excited for our partners who have been sharing. Our friends at um, Pacific Northwest Ballet and Seattle Rep have been sharing it with their audiences on that day. Um, and so we, we hope, and we hope that the foot traffic will bring lots of folks. So we're excited. And our amazing partners in those three that we mentioned, Intentionalist, Wanawari, and Art Noir, um, have the have the relationships in the community and and have been sharing all about the information. So I hope to see everyone, including you, Trey, there. You know I'll be there. First off, it's a black market. I was just talking about how intentional we need to be spending our dollars yesterday. And I mean it because for me, these are the moments where I get to purchase some really unique items. And now, okay, I'll be honest. I purchased a lot for myself. Yes, I do. However, you know, I do think of others. And this is the season to really be thinking of others. And so I'm so grateful that y'all have put this together. Of course, before I let you go, I just got to give you time to make sure you give everybody those details again and let them know how to continue to stay connected with Seattle Opera and all the amazing things y'all have going on. Just look right there and let them know. Yeah, so uh, the Black Artist Market will happen at Seattle Opera um, on Seattle Center's campus on Mercer Street. Uh, it'll happen this Saturday, December 16th from 1130 to 730. Uh, we join us in any time during that and we'll hope to see you there. You can find more information at seattleopera.org slash market or at our Instagram, Facebook, um, and even, I believe, X still. So um, we hope to see you there. And what's your handle there? Seattle Opera? Yeah, I believe it's Seattle Opera. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. Dennis, thank you so much for making time in your busy schedule to be with me today. Thank you, I'm looking Trey. forward to continuing my partnership with Seattle Opera. Thank you and the whole team over there for understanding that, you know, what we're doing here on The Day with Trey is in great partnership with you all. So I'm grateful uh, to all of y'all over there. And I can't wait to see you on Saturday. Can't wait to see you. Absolutely. Oh, y'all, I told you it's going to continue in terms of this terrificness on this Tuesday. Of course, y'all, I get to wrap it all up right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey.
A new COVID vaccine is here. It's designed to help prevent the COVID variants that we're seeing spreading now. Even if you got COVID before or got COVID booster shots and the vaccine, it's important to get this new vaccine. It's safe to get the COVID shot and the flu shot at the same time. Get both to prevent serious illness this fall and winter. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. What a great episode today. Huge shout out to my guest, Dennis Robinson Jr., for being here with me today and talking about how Seattle Opera is really just another part of our community. I really appreciated him sharing it in that respect because, as I said, that's how I've been experiencing them. And I've been encouraging those of you out there in the audience who have been watching The Day with Trey for some time now to get into it. Get into opera because honestly, you may think, oh, can I deal with that? Can I deal with this? But you won't know until you go and you won't know until you go maybe a couple of times. I was enthralled after the first one, but that's just because I love live performance. And for me, it's all about the storytelling as a thespian myself and a young theater kid. uh, You know, it traveled with me into my college year. So for me, there's something that I really recognize about the level of intense dedication that it takes for these performers to do what they do on stage. But to be honest, I'm also grateful that I'm in a city where there is so much intentionality behind what's Seattle Opera is doing to really partner with community, be a part of community, be an extension of community and bring folks in in a way that is really to me, quite tremendous um, and honorable. But also this Saturday, we all get to experience some ways that they're doing just that by partnering with folks in the community to bring some amazing local vendors and artisans and small business owners right to you. So make sure you hit up this market on the 16th, uh, 11.30 to 7.30. So it's all day, y'all. If you're down there in the Seattle Center area, which so many folks will be, please make sure you stop by the Opera Center and make sure you are intentionally spending your dollars. It always goes to boost the economy when we can boost local businesses right here in our area. So please do that. Circulate your holiday dollars with intentionality. And y'all know for me, I was inspired by what Dennis was sharing. I mean, that's like the thing here. I want y'all to be inspired too, because Dennis was like, nobody in my family was in the opera. I've stayed in music, you know, got pushed by my teachers, and now I get to do this phenomenal work here in Seattle. You never know what might bring you into your purpose, but when you find when you find it and you follow that thread, you get to a point where what you're doing is so significant for others around you, and that's what I'm talking about, y'all. So be inspired by what Dennis shared today, because you too can find your way to be a part of the solution. And for me, y'all, until tomorrow at 11 a.m., Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.